I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What it do? And Dougie Doug Fresh, Douglas Thomas. Oh, my Junior the third, nice. the flamingo. My mic sound nice with the flamingo. The flamingo's taking over. <laughs> we never explained the flamingo. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, yeah. the flamingo, um, shout out to Chris. Chris came and did uh, corporate training for us. And I actually want to talk about that at some point. Maybe not this week, um, but we'll bounce back. We had a powerful can I say corp? I guess I can't say yeah. corporate trainer. Yeah. Wow. Chris is a corporate trainer. We're not a corporate company. So oh, okay. he, a corporate trainer did a mom and pops. Okay, because I was going to ask you know what, what I'm saying. I was going to ask what qualifies as a corporate. Uh, I but think you got to wear a suit. A pops, suit. I was like, yeah. I got it. A tie. If you have a tie and uh, some Brooks, a Brooks Brothers suit. Mm, well, I have one. I've one in the closet. Well, no, that don't count. All right, um, all right. So we did the training anyway. We we break it up into basically you take this. Um, personality assessment, if you will, self-assessment, and it breaks you up into whatever animal you are. And so, it, the, the, obviously, you got the gorilla, you got the flamingo, the turtle, and the chameleon. And you can probably take a guess where <laughs> I fall in the equation. Uh, a bit more aggressive on the team. I was uh, in the go- gorilla a quadrant. turtle. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, 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 the gorilla in the quadrant, E was a flamingo, and Carl was a chameleon. So we were um, just kind of joking about that because we, uh, we we bought E a few flamingo shirts. Everywhere we go. And the flamingo, if you ask him when the flamingo is the social butterfly, if you will, um, you know, customer appreciation day, you know, that, that kind of swag. So um, that's what we're talking about if you guys hear us reference that. Uh, real quick, man, we got a sponsor for the day. Whoop. Uh, today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Our good friends over at HelloFresh are back sponsoring the podcast. Listen, visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code SUCCESS30 to save $30 off your first week of delivery when you subscribe. Listen, man, you already know I've tried them out personally. The fellas have tried them now, man. We, uh, we're going in, man. I had the, uh, a few of the new dishes that they're offering, the wasabi lime salmon was fire wasabi, wasabi. lime <laughs> salmon it don't sound like something that you cooking on your own regular no, i'm telling you in the baked cod listen man for less than 10 bucks a meal man you can um you know have a fabulous meal or just different stuff like my only thing at, at the crib is like i only cook like two three things you know what i'm saying if it's no not spaghetti asked. you know what i'm saying like like i'm cooking some basic stuff grilled tuna like that that's all i got in my arsenal so um, I make a mean seven laden burrito. Right, exactly. And the egg and the scrambled egg right. boy. So with uh, Hello better rice. <laughs> so with Hello Fresh, man, they just uh, offer you know a, a way to you know expand your palate, man, and, and cook some stuff you probably wouldn't have cooked for the family, man. And um, they do it at a, a great cost. They send you all your ingredients, super fresh. So again, man, visit HelloFresh.com. Use our promo code Success30 and um, get a huge discount. So uh, let's jump into it, man. Am I tripping or is it an uh, 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 ambulance driving by while we're trying right to now. podcast it up? Um, on, the th- on the 50th oh, yeah. floor. Yeah, right. So we are in the, in the penthouse suite. 
uh, at the Westin, man. We're still in Houston. And uh, what a phenomenal conference the other day, man. We had yeah. a, a, just a phenomenal time. And uh, I want to get into that. But first, am I tripping or do, do my kids not care about their parents? Mm. And let me, let me tell you, I called home the other day. You well, know, let's just been, say the one that can talk. Right, right, right. right. It doesn't seem to care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I called home the other day and, you know, thinking my son Trey was going to be missing me. You know, I'm like, shoot, let me call, you know, FaceTime or whatever. He picks up, well, my mom picks up the FaceTime, hands him the phone. He says, Daddy, I'm never coming back to Atlanta. Never. I was like, what? He was like, I'm never coming back. I'll never come back anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what in the <laughs> no, world? No, no, never, never, uh-uh. Yo, my man's sitting there like, yo, I'm never coming back. I'm like, son, what are you talking about? He was like, I'm, I'm never coming back. I'm sitting there, and I don't know if I should be hurt. If right. I should be, be grateful like, to what? your parents, they parents right. so well. Oh, man. But look, then I realized I wouldn't want to come back either if right. I was eating cookies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. And You know what I'm saying? And feeding the ducks feeding every the day. Ducks, getting you know up and going to bed when you want to. Oh, I'm talking about oh, probably midnight. He up eating bonbons. You know oh, what I'm saying? I'm like, I mean, hey, let me say this, though. I feel like he's surrounded with flamingos. Oh, like, I don't know what they are traditionally. But when they raise a him, they go into parents, go into whatever they taught you, they lose that. And as grandparents, they go straight flamingo. Oh, that's what I'm talking Man, I told you, man, my, especially my folks, they kill me with that. I told you, my mom, she got this new thing where you're not supposed to spank. I'm like, where mm, was that where was when that? I was in short? <laughs> I needed that. Well, I've read it. I'm I like, read. they have books when, when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Read. Did they have Wikipedia back then? I don't know. But apparently, uh, you know, all it's new rules as grandparents. All bets off. All bets off. So that's the thing is like I'm already, you know, we leave I think tomorrow, um, and I'm like, yo, I'm already not looking forward to having to retrain these jokers. Yeah. On everything you tried to teach them. For the first few years, it, it take all the two days to lose it though. Oh, that's it. To lose everything. Oh no, that's it. Um, But yeah, no, man. Just uh, let's recap the conference really quick, man, because. That was, uh, and I know I sound like a broken record. It really was, in my opinion, the best conference that we've probably had Start from top to, to bottom. Yep. Um, yep. The guys, man, were phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, they went in, all of them, man. They they dropped some nuggets, and I think they're just getting more comfortable. You yeah, know, you can tell they're getting yeah, more comfortable speaking yeah. alongside of E. Yeah, we're in week three. Yeah, right, 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 yeah, exactly. Yep, so we're starting to hit our stride, something fierce, man, and... Um, Shout out to everybody who came out in Houston. We always get a lot of love here. Six, seven hundred people, man. Just, you know, a phenomenal environment. The music, you know, just everything was just great. And um, had a great time. I want to shout out especially Dave, who had, oh, man, just a, just a, an incredible show, man. He had the crowd from the jump, man, with the energy and the crowd participation and teaching and doing his thing. It was just insane, man. So I was uh, very excited to see him, kind of the younger Bro, the squad just come through big time. So um, I'm not sure, E, what your impression is. Hey, man, were. I'm going to just say this, man. You know, Didi never comes down in the beginning, you know, because it's a longer day. So she usually, like, you know, tries to help out with the table and do whatever. But she doesn't come like 9, 9, 9. She was like, yo, I got to get there early because I, I want to hear Inky. You know, and let me tell you something. Didi was like, yeah, Didi was like, yo, that was phenomenal. She was like, yo, I love Inky swag. Um, Willie Moe, even though Willie did the, you know, the MC, the host and the MC yeah, he yep. still get oh, his yeah. nuggets in oh, there. Always, and Diddy was just like, yeah, she was just, just like, a phenomenal job. Just, she was like, it's so natural the way he, 
you know, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so Inky, man, I, I thought that was a phenomenal uh, presentation. I personally been around Ink for a while. We all know yeah. Ink is that guy. Yeah, that's but the I, best but I to me, heard yeah, sure. yeah, I felt like he put another, yeah. it was another gear. Yeah, and, you know? and, I mean, Jeremy as well. Yep. And, and the guy, I, I'm telling you right now, you have not seen a better lineup of speakers. I don't, I don't yeah, in terms I, of the I'm saying each no, no, one no. of them comes I, with exactly. something so unique. That's what unique. I'm saying. Yeah. In terms of all of them coming with something unique uh, and being at that highest of high levels in terms of what they're doing right now, it's just been incredible, man. So we're super excited about uh, DC, right? Yeah, and, and, and I got to just shout out my production crew, man. Yeah. I'm telling y'all, like, oh, yeah. one, I heard, so one of our volunteers came to me after and said, man, let me just tell you this, like, not from me. But walking in the door, I heard, like, he said he opened the door for somebody, and they're walking like, yo, they didn't do it like this last time. And, man, for me, that was the biggest thing, man. Like, from event to event, year to year, whatever we're doing, we got to keep just getting better, man. And this one, like, hands down, like she said, everything, man. Production value, sound. I I just wanted to say one word, or two, because I said it's not one. Uh, Vending machine, and then Mm. uh, stay ready conference. You know, so I just want to encourage people. We went from... Getting paid from uh, the vending machine. Talk about talk yeah, about the, the, yeah. the photo you showed us yesterday. Oh, see? yeah. So I showed the guys a photo. We, we had a spiritual development session the night before the conference, and I showed them a photo, and I said, yo, y'all not going to believe. A young lady came up to me. She was 23 years old. She came up to me, and she said, do you remember me? And I looked at her, and she did look kind of familiar, but I was like, I can't remember, you know, place exactly where. And she was like, um, you met me at New City Academy. Mm. And I was like, wow. And you guys have no idea what New City Academy <laughs> right. is. But I told Carl and E, and they both just fell out laughing. Oh, vending machine. <laughs> right, just after this, the vending machine. This was one of the first schools ever. I think, no, the first school ever to give us like a contract. Right, yeah, yeah. Like no, they not, gave yeah. us a contract, yeah. and it might have been like $600 for the year. I don't know how much it was. But shout out to Jesse Cabell. Was that he's, a, he's out there. And yeah, Pleasant, Grove. And Pleasant yep. Grove, right around there. No, yep. uh, it was home, Hope. Mount Hope. Mount Hope. Mount Hope. Yep. Yeah, you heard. Yeah. 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 So, it was a middle school. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, just shout out to them, man. We So this was, what, 12 years ago, maybe. So she was 11. And she's 23 now. She was like, oh, my God, do you remember me? And I've been following you guys since New City Academy. And I was like, wow. wow. Like, I remember being super geeked up. Uh, about that $600 contract, like, yo, we on our way. Mm. And sure enough, we were. It just took a, a, took little, a while. little while. Yeah, it took a little while. <laughs> so, nah, man, just a phenomenal conference. Uh, September 2nd, D.C. We will see you there, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm so we're, geeked we're about, that, about that, bro. Yeah. I, I believe that's going to be the biggest yeah, show. Yeah, no question. It's usually done. between Houston, Houston and D.C. Yeah, yep, that's where we DC. get that love. Yep. Yep. yep, so we, uh, yeah, we're pumped about that. But I want to... Oh, let, can I do this real quick, y'all? Thank you to every single person, man. Y'all went and showed love on the book, man, My Secret Superpower. Yeah. We've been seeing the orders roll in, man. The books are shipping out. Thank you, guys, man, from the bottom of my heart. Like, I had a moment yesterday. Carl whipped out his phone and showed me all the orders that were coming through for the book. And I just had a, a moment, man, because, you know, you, you see, you know, you have an idea, you have a vision, it's something you want to do. And then to see it come to fruition, like that was the last piece was you guys supporting and ordering the book, right? Like that was the last piece of it was to actually see the orders coming in and the orders shipping out. And so, um, man, thank you for, you know, supporting the book. It means a lot. The, the, you know, feedback so far has just been tremendous. 
you know, the illustrations you all are sending me pics, reading it to your kids, and man, that, that does not go unnoticed, man. And I just want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. For those of you who still want to order it, we got more copies. Actually, we had to order more copies. We got more copies coming in, man. That's at etinspires.com backslash kids. Um, man, go check it out, man. Buy one, buy two for a, a friend, a niece, a nephew, a, a, a son, a daughter, or somebody who just needs to find that secret superpower, man. So thank you for that. Um, I get a lion of the... I, I, I've never done it. This is your segment. Yeah. But I got a lion of the week. Okay. And um, the lion of the week, people will be shocked, and it's not has nothing to do with music, but the lion of the week for me is Toby. Um, Toby, man, came through. Y'all know I always want to do a spiritual development, but what's tough is finding a venue, you know, because it's free. Spiritual development is free. So I can't really afford to pay $2,500 for, for a venue that we're not going to make money off of. And man, Tobe came through with the spiritual venue. Yep. Um, man, we that sucker was packed, looked like standing room only. And, uh, and then he turned around. Uh, I had someone who attended the um, session to stay, listen to me guys, to stay ready. This is why you have to do what you've been born to do. Get in your lane. Don't try to be like nobody else. Do what you do because somebody is going to benefit from it. And I got a text that, when was the conference? Sunday? Sunday. M uh, Monday, early morning, 8.39. Uh, someone that attended the conference said, look, I, I, I need to be baptized, like bottom line. Can, mm -hmm. And can you do it before you leave? I'm like, ooh, I leave Wednesday. You know, and I called Tobe again on the spiritual boy, and Tobe worked it out where we found not only a baptism pool, that church looked like it oh, held man. about yep. four, 5,000 people. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? And no disrespect, you know, to, a, to the smaller facilities, but Tobe was able to get you know, a major facility, and it's a New Bethel uh, or Bethel Place. New Bethel Place, I think it was called. I'll make sure on the next one. Um, I know the pastor's name and the whole nine. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm see, that's huge. And so he brought his entire family. You know, shout out to Didi, prayed with the family. Shout out to Carl. Carl, Carl jumped on Carl the keys. Jumped, went, Carl did the prints on me. You know Carl <laughs> played by 12 instruments. Oh, yeah, no Carl doubt. jumped on the keys. Played, um, uh, you know, uh, some 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 very fitting baptismal music, and uh, we sang songs, we prayed, we cried, and that's what I love, man, about this company. We stay ready. Like yeah. I'm talking about baptism, bro. We we did a baptism. We yeah. stay ready. So don't I'm think it's in between the shopping trips. Bro. Absolutely, in between the shopping trips. Absolutely. Here we it straight is. did a baptism. Here it is. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yep, 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 yep. It was the new church at Bethel's family, Pastor Walter August Jr. Yep. and First Lady Ruby August. So shout out anybody in the Houston area, shout out Pastor Walter August. Look, Pastor Walter August and his uh, uh, Ruby August. Look, we call and in less than an hour and a half, two hours, yep. uh -huh. they had somebody filling the pool. Oh. They had the towels, the, 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 the man, come on. So just shout out Again, anybody at the New Church of Bethel's family, tell your hug your pastor for me, love your pastor for me, and shout out to Toby. Somebody's life was changed, families was changed, and uh, this is what I love about rocking with this company, man. We get stuff done. Execution is worship. 
We don't talk about it, wish about it. We make it happen. What about the not so good stuff? He mm. racially profiled somebody mm. yesterday. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. He was. He, well, I shouldn't say racially. <laughs> stereotype, my man. Oh. Yo, I, I'm so glad I remember to say this. Though. That was so funny. <laughs> so, e, we're we're sitting down eating. We're still in the Galleria in Houston. We're sitting down eating at Chipotle, and a, and the gentleman walks up, and he asked for a couple of dollars to get some food. But he was like, he had like a huge, he looked like Willie Nelson. <laughs> like, like my man had the Willie Nelson beard. He had that look about him, right? So he came up and was like, hey, can one of y'all help me with a couple of dollars for some food? <laughs> I said the way he said it, though, no, see. No, no. I'm just saying, though, you set it up. And no, I know you're the telling you what he said. But he said it, but it, he wasn't that clear, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't that, he, wasn't, he didn't speak with that clarity. See, like, can I have something to eat? It wasn't that clear. Excuse I, he, me, he kind mumbled. sir. <laughs> yeah, no. he mumbled. Hey, so my man came from behind us, right? He was sitting next to me, Carl was sitting across from me. My man came from across and said, Yo, uh, what did he say, Carl? He said, oh, can you help me with some money for some uh, food? Some food, yeah. He turns dead to my man, looks at him and says, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't have no weed. <laughs> I was like, what in the world are you talking about? He straight looked at my man and was like, yo. The dude was stunned. He was like, huh? He was like, what? And he was like, no, I don't have no weed, bro. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dog, he, he said, do you have some money for some food? Why you ask me? He say nothing about weed. <laughs> I heard weed. See, I don't know what you heard, bro, but I, I promise he, I, you. I, it sounded like he said you got some good weed. <laughs> <laughs> I said what? I don't smoke weed. Oh, uh, that boy E looked at. He was like, oh no, I don't smoke no weed. I don't got no weed. I was like, yo, why did E just say that to my man? Cause I heard my man clear as day. And I was like, oh, e, you didn't stereotype my man because he was looking like Duck Dynasty. Blame it on the Chipotle. Uh, all Blame I it know, on the Chipotle. Look, y'all, C call it racial pride. I promise you, stereotype, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I, all I know was I heard, you got some good weed. <laughs> <laughs> some good oh. weed, bro. I pro- I, he looked at my man and was like, oh, no, I don't got no weed. I don't even smoke weed. I, I, like, be, and I, I told him the truth. Bro, I was like, E, what are you doing? Oh man, too funny. So, uh, all right, let's get into to something more serious for the day. And um, it's something, you know, we have been talking about this concept of producer and consumer, right? And we talked about, you know, kind of like a, a boss, uh, owner mentality versus a worker mentality. And we ran into a strong, mm, we had a couple whole, strong worker. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm talking mentality. about this whole little time we stay here. We every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was something every day. And I guess last night, you know, and we we were at Nordstrom's Rack. If y'all seen E dancing on the ground, do it for the vine. <laughs> um, I ain't going to do it. We were at Nordstrom's Rack. And we went to, honestly, I don't even know how we ended up. We just kind of stumbled in there from Grand Lux. We went to Grand Lux last night. And then we ended up just going over to Nordstrom's Rack and kind of hanging out. But it turned into like a two-hour shopping Oh, man. Shopping shopping Carl I'm talking about his Carl and E had on the same shirt. We was the three amigos. We were posing in the mirror. Just stupid stuff. But... We were actually trying on stuff and buying stuff, right? We found some stuff. Everybody was just buying a few things here and there. And it must have been like 9.03. And I seen some jeans and I was like, oh, let me go try these jeans on. And the young lady who works there was like, oh, I'm sorry, the fitting room closes at 9. And I'm like, what? And she was like, you can't go in the fitting room. It's it's closed. Like, we closed the fitting room at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, wait, but I'm still... 
in here shopping. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. It closed at 9 o'clock. I already put the key up. Another uh, person, he asked him if they could help him out. And they was like, oh, I already gave my phone away. I don't have my mobile. Right, yeah, because they, we, they, they said, the lady actually said, we're closing. She said it late. She said it about 9.03, 9.04. And I could tell the some of the staff members was like, we closed. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be funny. We still in, we still in here. And I didn't hear no, an announcement. No, didn't make an announcement. They didn't uh, make an announcement. So uh. she made the announcement about 9.03, 9.04, which is not my problem. And then she had the nerve to say, if you need help, go to one of the team, green. team members. Yeah, Team Green. So I right. went to Team Green. And my man, Team Green, was like, bro, I gave up my mobile. I can't check nobody. (laughs) I can't check nobody. Not, I'm saying, first of all, why would you even tell me you gave it away? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you gave it away, but I I came to you, why couldn't you just go back and retrieve it from whoever you gave it to? Right, worker. And so then the other thing I think was earlier in the day, Uh uh, we went to Grand Lux. Yeah. My man. Now, listen to this. They got omelets (laughs) on the menu. They have omelets. I know I said that right. I know that oh, you, did, you definitely did. Absolutely yeah, no, no. did. Yeah. So he said, yo, I want some scrambled eggs. Yeah. My man said, we don't have eggs. Yeah, we, don't have, we, don't we just have, have omelets. That's it. That that's was it. the exact word. Exact that, that's what my man said, said, y'all. I was we don't there. have I, eggs. Hey, normally see me fooling, but omelets. I was sitting right there. That's what my man said. So he said it, and he kind of let it ride. My man came over to my side of the table. I was trying to look out for E, so I'm like, yo, my man, I, I know you said you don't have Egg. But you have, I, 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 said, I couldn't believe what I heard. I said, do me a favor, though. Instead of having them omeletted out, because I'm pretty sure it's the same egg batter, just can you have them scramble it, put some cheese in it for my man over there. So he goes through like this, he like appalled. I'm like, yo, what in the world? And I'm just thinking, in it, it, like, for me, guys, the, the discussion I want to have is the worker mentality versus the owner mentality, because I'm pretty sure if the owner of the Grand Lux were there, if the owner of Nordstrom's Rack was there, like on site, like, yo, people still spending money. There are people still in here shopping, but because you're an hourly employee, it doesn't matter to you whether or not people buy. And, and I'm trying to hit on a bigger point of a mentality of, yo, the worker versus the owner. Some of you may be saying like, yo, they don't own it. They're not getting paid anymore. But when you develop an attitude of, um, complacency or you develop an attitude of mediocrity that sticks with you it's hard to then take that mentality through like can you imagine us like shutting down Eventbrite like uh, we still got tickets left right. but we like but yo we good. check it out we good hey stop buying tickets right now because of, of, of any reason we got right? so I'll flip right. it we walk in yesterday again same same day y'all we're walking and what was the spot called Bunt Cakes or something like nothing Bunt Cakes and I'm walking by and I'm seeing, okay, they look like they're just closed. So you can see three or four people inside the room. And we're, it's five, six of us standing outside. Yeah. And we kind of looking at the door, looking inside. And I'm like, it, it was, they closed at seven. It was like just after seven. Right. And I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm, I ain't said this to nobody. Yeah, it, it was, was dark. dark. And I ain't said nothing to nobody. I was like, yo, if this was my establishment. And I saw five, six people staring in the door. I probably just open it up real quick. That could yeah. be an easy $1,500, mm-hmm. just quick. I ain't, nobody came. So we kind of kept walking and then, 
homegirl just peeps her head out. Hey, yo, yep. I'm talking about Flamingo yep. and out. She started a full conversation yep. with us, told us everything we needed to know. And then at the end of that, she gave the call to act. I'm talking yep. about she so smooth. Yep. Hey, yes, make did. sure y'all come back. We got this many stores, whatever. We closed now. But like, hey, make sure y'all check out the pecan something. She's yep. like, yo, that's the one. Don't oh, care what fam. nobody else tell you. Yep. Make sure y'all come back and get that one tomorrow. I'm like, yo, she's definitely not just the hourly worker. Yeah, no, no, she, yeah, she has a, a, an owner mentality. Yep. And E, I want you to kind of speak to that because... You know, we see that all the time throughout life. You know what I'm saying? Like you see people who, um, you know, they don't necessarily value it because it's not theirs. And I'm saying you're not going to have your own until you begin to value something. Value. So yeah. can you share some light on that? Yeah. So here, here, I don't know if you guys remember what I said at the, everybody says when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Like that's what people remember, you know, SOB, shortness of breath. But nobody remembers the last thing I said on that video. The very last statement I made was about you know when you get there because ain't nobody got to pay you. Oh. Remember that? That's, yeah, that, yeah. that? that's the last thing I left with. That, to me, was well, probably the most important. For what you well, that's where we cut the video. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. You probably had another hour. <laughs> oh, okay. right. But that's where the video <laughs> ended. Well, to me, it felt like that's where I ended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't remember that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the and video now is just the, the five minute video is the whole thing. You was up there for an hour and a half, bro. That was like the first I, 10 I'm minutes. I'm still of believing speech. that's how I ended. Until <laughs> you can get me the original footage. Okay, well, that's hey, how I ended. Can so, pull that up, please. So what, so, what happens is, and I really want you guys to listen to me, you believe that by having a reward mentality, that somebody has to give you something to do something. That that's how you're gonna get to that next, like that's how you're gonna get to that next level. That's how you're gonna get rewarded. Like that's what you truly believe. But what you don't know is that if you had the attitude, right, that you would attract it. So right, let me tell right, you what I mean. Right. As soon as I told homie, you're gonna get a good tip for doing this. Oh, his oh, whole disposition changed. He went back there scrambled oh, on man, himself. Right. No, I'm being yeah. real. He, he, let me tell y'all something. He came back with the best scrambled eggs I ever had. He had a pep <laughs> in his step. The rice was just yeah. like I like it. Like I'm being real. Yeah, he did. Everything changed when I said, I will pay you right, if you right, do what right. you're supposed to what do. What you're already supposed to no, do. No, no, I'm saying I will pay you to give me 120. So he got 120 in him, see? Because he gave me right, 120. Right. But he would not give me 120 until I said to incentive. him, I was going to, yeah, an incentive, I'm going to pay you. You feel me? So for me, see, I'm trying to get people to understand. What we did, see, was we gave you 120 every Monday for years. Mm -hmm. We never physically got rewarded for it. We never physically got a check. Nobody ever wrote Carl a check for editing. Nobody ever wrote you a check for the design, the, 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 the thought pattern. Nobody ever gave me a check for the delivery of the message. And we was coming strong. And, and we, we made changes. Nobody ever paid for that. But what happened was life, the universe, God, however you want to see it, rewarded us for what we did. So because we put out 120, now we got a conference that's packed out. Now people are coming and buying your book. Now people are buying the shirts. Now people are in Breed University. We just had a game changers where we're literally certifying people to be the next great speakers in this world. Bruh, that all came from starting with a first advantage, giving this stuff away at Michigan State University. We weren't getting paid to do that. As a matter of fact, it, it, it was some resistance 
you know, in, in some time frames when we were doing it. So I'm just saying, guys, I get frustrated because you don't get it. You reap what you sow. Now, listen to me. I've said this before. This ain't rocket science. If the earth knows you put an apple seed in the ground, you yeah. could put a thousand apple seeds, see, yeah. 10,000 apple seeds, 100,000 apple seeds, a million apple seeds. The earth is never going to give you back grapes. It's never going to give you back oranges. It's never going to give you back cherries. You put in apples, you get apples. And there are those of you, you killing me. I don't know how I got here. Here's what you've sown. I don't know why I'm mm. broke. It's because when you do go to work with the job you do have, you telling them ain't no eggs. <laughs> but we got omelets. But you got omelets. <laughs> and so you know what that means. You in cruise control. Yeah, yeah. You in cruise control. You not there. You you like a zombie. You 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 like at the, the restaurant of the living dead. You know what I'm saying? You just going through the motions. You're not really paying attention. And how yeah. many times have we got cold food? Or my I had some I had a order the breakfast sandwich at the Cheesecake Factory and my bread was burnt. And I'm thinking to myself, see, does my man not see the toast when he making it? Can he not see that it's burnt? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny right, or right. bougie. Bruh, can, do you not know what color toast supposed to be? Have you not made toast before? Are you not looking at the toast when you're making it? Or is your eyes closed? Whatever. Can you not tell my eggs and sandwiches cold? Because you made it 15 minutes before you made Didi food. And so now Didi food right, came out right. hot, but my food came out cold. Do you, know not, do you know not how to time eggs? You know what I'm saying? And an eggplant. Like, and so it just bothers me because it's like, here, this is what I try to do, Carl. It's actually a little bit more complex. How did you say? Like that. I was like, wow. I was like, shoot, I didn't think about the timing of it. I was like, shoot, hey, that take a little, let take a little bit of practice. It does take some practice, but I'm saying, and maybe it's because I do speaking, and maybe Carl. Oh, and you worked you, at the Olive Garden. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm just saying in terms of preparation, Carl. What I, what my thought process is, and here's call to action for those of you maybe who don't know how to do it. What I try to do, Carl, is look at my best work yeah. and try to make sure that the next time I do my work, Close that to is that equal or to or yeah. better. You know what I'm saying? It's equivalent to or greater. Yeah. So, so I'm asking you, if you made, a, for a family of four, if you are a chef yeah. and you made them the fire meal, everybody's food was, you know, warm, right, right. you know, it got out on time and they thank you, like, or even if they don't thank you, but you knew in your heart, when I went to school and they trained me on this particular um, um, plate or this particular entree, this is what it's supposed to look like. So that, yeah. that's it. I'm just frustrated. So let me ask you this, though. So, I, you know, I always want to take it a step further. You did give the example of us giving out TGIMs and us doing the Advantage program and going into the schools for free and doing all of that, right? But that was a passion of ours. That was something that we were interested in. It's something we like doing. It's something we love doing that we would be doing to this day for free if we weren't doing If we worked at General Motors, we'd be like at the schools on the weekends and, you know, during the week when we were off trying to, you know, pour into people. What do you say to somebody who's saying, yeah, I feel you, E, but I can't stay in my job. I don't want to be working at the Cheesecake Factory. I don't want to be, you know, serving, you know, uh, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy at, you know, the Grand Lux. Like, that's not my passion. So you telling me to be passionate about something and give 120 to something that I'm not necessarily interested in. I'm not 120 on getting your toast right. Like, that's not really in me. What would you say to that person? Oh, man, I'm just saying to me, see, and I could be a fanatic. You know, but whatever your hand find to do, do with all your might. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, I, I, it, to me, it don't have nothing to do with if I want to do it or not. If it's my hand, see? Like, for real, bro, maybe I'm over the top. I take pride in what I do, see? It got my name on it, bro. 
I don't care. When I worked at the Olive Garden, I didn't want to be no bus boy. I, I didn't necessarily want to be a bus boy, but I'm, I'm telling y'all, you can go call the Olive Garden. You can call people who work there, bro. I'm telling you, I don't brag about a lot of stuff, but if we gonna get cocky, bro, I'm going to the I'm OG. Going to the OG, OG I'm telling you, I'm ready to go I'm, in. I'm, I'm willing to have the servers from there, the owners from there. I got a couple people that I know right now that I still know that I used to work there, bro. I was one of the best that ever did it. I was one of the best that ever put on mm, that apron. Jersey hanging in the I, Olive Garden rack. Apron. Championship is hanging up except in that when, Except for when you when gave the pastor. pastor. I still did that with all my might. That was my. That was the. That was the. Uh, after, uh, the bartender fault. I did it with all my might. I still brought them suckers to the table. They wanted more. See, I don't know if they wanted more because of the taste, or they wanted more because of the, of the way service. I served. Uh, I don't know. Blame but it I'm on just the saying, bro. Uh, I'm just saying, bro, like whatever you do, see, if, if you do it and your last name, it's just like, man, and, and I hate to tell you, retell your story from last week, but C said, I'm not going to put Carlos Quinney Jr. Yeah. I'm just going to put yeah. Carlos Quinney on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because this name means something. You got your father picking there. You got your son picking there. This means something, see, and I'm tired of people doing stuff, see, for money. Like when we get to that. When did, when, did it, when did it get to the point where I only give 120 right. if somebody going to pay me? When, when is the self-pride kick in? Well, I think the, that, yeah, I think that's just the natural. Like, you see, you know, guys who perform in the contract year. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They like, I'm talking about like my man ain't had uh, 100 yards yeah. last year, but he had a contract this year. He done ran for 1,900. And then he gets the contract, and then you come back the right next back. year. It's like, so, so I guess e, that's what I'm saying is how do you combat against that? One of the people you said you respect a lot is our guy Draymond because he got the $85 million contract. And murdering him more. Came, right, uh, it came back, yeah. you know, and was just as hungry. But for the natural human, the, the normal human, I should say, you know. I don't usually, have nothing to say to the normal human, see? <laughs> I don't. Somebody just hit me on the, um, the Twitter, I mean, it was the Instagram, and she said, E, I love everything you do, but can you talk in a normal voice? What's that mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's like, why mean? you screaming? I said, listen to me. If normal work, boo, I'd be doing it. Mm. If normal work, I'd be doing it. I, ain't just, I just ain't seeing where normal work. Uh, we, uh, can I get a scramble egg? We don't have eggs. I just don't right. see where normal right, works. Right. Uh, we closed at 9 o'clock. Get out the store. It's 9 o'clock. I just don't see where normal work. And here's the problem I have, see. I can't say exactly what C said, but we had a situation where, you know, I was saying, yo, see, somebody hit me up and was asking why they were here. And C said, let's not be funny. Like, okay, I'm gonna give an example. This ain't the example she gave. But for instance, somebody get a divorce. How did I get here? Bruh, it was the fact that you worked 60 hours a week. It was the fact that you was never at the crib. It was the fact that you never told your wife how beautiful she was. It was the fact that you never met her love language. Like, what do you mean how you get here? It was the fact that at the right. job, you was complimenting the woman at the job. It was the fact that you opened the door for other chicks and you ain't opened the door for your girl. Like, what do you mean how did you get here? It's the fact that you traveling all the time and you ain't never at home. What does that mean exactly? How did you get here? It was the fact that she cooked and you stopped saying thank you. It was the fact that she cleaned and you don't say thank you for cleaning up. It was the fact that you took her for granted. Like, what do you mean you don't know how you got here? You got here being normal, doing what normal right. people do. That's how you got here. So you can't get to great doing normal. So that's the only thing that pissed me off, see, is people, how did I get here? Why am I broke? Why I get fired? Why I ain't living like the person up the street? Because the person up the street, not only editing videos for your butt on Monday to get you fired up for work, they end up going to get a degree in something that they don't even have a degree. I don't know if Carl was passionate about editing videos on Monday, but that's the thing. That was his opportunity, see? That, that, that's what, that's that's what, what he I was giving. That's what I wanted to go on. I, I, I think... 
if I could give you the answer to it, I need I need you to realize that your your next big opportunity yeah, relies yeah. on what Say you're that. doing now. That's right. Say that. So if you're killing it in the store, if you're killing it with your marriage, like your next big opportunity, and I'm saying stuff happens random. Okay, so somebody you might meet today at the bus station or whatever, and you get a great opportunity. But the reality is. Your day-to-day activities is what's going to dictate what's happening to you for the next five years, the next 10 years. So if you're killing it on a day-to-day, I'm promising you, you're not going to work at, oh, I'm looking at Old Navy, so we're working at Old Navy today. You're not going to work at Old Navy and killing it. Something about your section, people over there, whatever, stuff, everything is clean. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that for a year straight and it not be noticed. You know what I'm saying? Right, it don't even make right. sense. So the fact that you that you do 120, like your, your, your life, your opportunities are everything fall in that. So like you said, I promise y'all, like the video thing, my mom said she knew I was always going to be hands-on doing something technical, but I can't tell y'all I grew up thinking about no video. Like right, I, it, right. it wasn't something that I was thinking about like that. I'm being real. And the fact of the matter is now I hadn't edited a video in over wow, a year I and, and, and I want people to you hear got this. To quit. Make sure you say that. You got to quit doing what you didn't want to do, Carl, because, because you did it great. So I'm just being real. I, I told Ken the other day, I, I think I told Ken, if I don't edit again, I'm not going to die. Like, I ain't going to be like, oh, my gosh, like a piece of my life is missing. No, 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 I use that opportunity to get into another spot. Mm-hmm. And if I don't edit anymore, I'm okay with that. But I'm going to capitalize on exactly what's in front of me now. And I promise y'all, Google can teach you anything you want to know. Uh, there's no there's no excuse for it. You could go on there and learn how to be the best salesman. You could go on there and learn. Just do something, y'all. Do, do not just, like we talk about, being normal. Just don't be normal. Normal not going to get you nowhere. Oh, it is. No, 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 it is. Don't say <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He tried to be deep with it. I don't want to get you where you want to go. No, no, no. I'm just saying. You just said something, Carl. Because you gave 120 in something you didn't want to do necessarily. You went to school. You learned what? What was it? Uh, Final Final Cut. Cut. I'm telling you, more than one. Final Cut, Avid, Photoshop, the whole nine. So here's the deal. Let's say it's slow. Carl gave 120, went to school, got a master's degree, and something he didn't feel like necessarily doing learn three or four different ways to do something he didn't feel like doing it and now he ain't doing it no more all right so let me tell you what you about to do you about to act normal and and do something you don't want to do normally and you about to be doing it for the rest of your life so so you just answered your own question there see what he answered it carl answered it why not do normal like why should i act like i got some sense on the non-contract year because you're not going to be playing football if you keep doing that so if you only performing in the years that you making money, you making bread. And look, I ain't gonna say no names, but I on everything I love, I heard the NFL commentators talking about two people mm. this year coming up who don't have contracts, and they said that the years that they get their contract fire, and now the the team that they end up getting traded to is whack, right? But why? That team needed a wide receiver, but that individual hadn't been performing at a high level, so they've been traded, see, the last four years now. Mm. So I'm just saying, you get traded three or four years, that you yeah. might be on the verge yeah, of two, down. three years from now, yeah. you're not going to be in the league no more. So all I'm saying to you is, you can be normal if you want to, but being normal is going to keep you somewhere you don't want to be, and you're going to keep getting jobs in that area that you hate because you haven't mastered can, that particular Can you give us goal. any practical tips for the person who's saying, all right, I'm feeling you, but I'm, I'm somewhere I, I, I can't stand being. Like, give them some practical things, like day-to-day, for real. Like, let's just say Grand Lux. We're looking at the Grand Lux right, right, right now. now. For example, I work there. I'm a server. I don't like it. My boss is always on me. I work crazy hours. It's not my dream, but I do want to be great. I do want to be passionate on the day-to-day. Give us some practical tips that, for real, you, all this sounds good in theory, 
But I walk in there today, what am I doing different? Uh, first of all, go online and look up some third world countries. Hmm. Look at how much people are making an hour there, looking at how people are living there. Or, a matter of fact, get you a see, Frontier got $20 tickets. See if you can go to a third world country on Frontier for 20 bucks. You know what I'm saying? I think Frontier is a third world country. <laughs> okay, all right. Take, take a third world trip with Frontier to one of one their little spots. I'm being real, y'all. We've gone on cruises. We've gone to do corporate training in third world countries. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just need you to compare and contrast. I need you to see that mm-hmm. Grand Lux is a come up hmm. and that see what Grand Lux is giving you an opportunity. Let's not forget every leading quarterback in the NFL didn't start at a D1 program. There's some, listen to me, if you do your homework, hmm. there's some kids right now in the NFL that are making great money, not just playing, but doing advertisements, et cetera, commercials that started at a JUCO, see? But what they did differently was they, they pretended that the JUCO was the D1. So break down JUCO, because we got some international listeners that might not know So JUCO, see, I had to break that junior down college. for me. That's like junior, junior. Yeah. That's not even community college, Carl. Yeah. It's junior college, Carl. Hmm. It's, it's, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't go to the NFL from there. Like, mm. when you start there, people are like, whatever. But what does the guy do? The guy shows up every single day at that college knowing that this is a gateway, that this opportunity is about to open up the door for the next opportunity. So I'm saying if you walk in the Grand Lux, you start with the Grand Lux and say that this serving, like E.T. with the Olive Garden, this serving can open up a door for you to be a different kind of server, making forty, fifty thousand dollars doing what you do. Remember where I started at the Olive Garden? I did not start with public speaking. I did not start with elementary schools. I did not start at no vending machine. I started bussing mm. tables, and I come in singing a song. I had to sing some days, see? Yeah. I kept a That's song in my heart. Give me some practice. Yeah. 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 I kept yeah. a song in my heart, see? I kept a song in my heart. Number two, I knew that every day I went into that restaurant and I got those tips, that was, that was Didi and our food. So mm. maybe that, it wasn't gonna, we weren't going to be able to go see. I'm going to be 100. We couldn't eat at the Grand Lux. But there was a spot there called, I can't even remember the name of it, but I have to ask Didi, right? But it was a restaurant, Lee's. Lee's. <laughs> yeah, D-Lux. it was called Lee's Chicken. And Didi and I would order I'm, on everything I love. I, we would order every day for sure. We had enough money to get the, the, the steak fries. They had the steak fries. <laughs> we had the steak fries and a vegetable that we could do. So guess what? When I went English in the bus. Poor every pot. No, no, I'm being Next real. Time it was a bowl of rice. No, ask Didi. No, no bro, ask Didi. Every podcast eating a little poor. I knew when I went in, I had money to put in that, 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 that escort. We had a blue escort. I had money that was gas money to put in the blue escort. It was lights to keep us on in that apartment. It was food to eat. Like So when I went in, I knew I'm not just working to be working. Yeah. This money is going to allow Didi and I to survive. Mm-hmm. And we're not living like we're not living today like we was living in. But, bruh, we were survive. Look, Didi and I, 100. We used to open up the drawers to look under the, to see if there was like quarters, dimes, mm. and would collect that sometimes to go to the grocery store. So what that that job did for me was I didn't have to open drawers no more. Wow. I didn't have to go under the, man, it's old school, like go under the seats in the car uh, and see if some coins fell. fell I didn't have to do that when I was at the Olive Garden. I knew for certain that we was going to eat. Now, like I said, it might not have been enough food to go get $300 worth of groceries, but I knew me and Didi was going to eat. So I'm saying, I think one of the things that people do wrong, they so into their future, Carl, that they're not taking advantage of the opportunity. Here's my last thing. Man, be grateful for what you have and not worry about what you don't have. So be grateful that you have a chance to serve people. And look, 
I don't want to tell Didi business, but we went to the Grand Lux two or three days in a row. And the reason why we went, because Didi fell in love with uh, a, girl a, that a, was a, a girl that was serving. Yep. And she did a phenomenal job. And the first day, Didi gave her $20. The second day she gave her a $30 tip and the last day she gave her a $100 tip. See? Mm. Mm. So this girl made more probably on tips fooling with Didi. Look, bro, I'm telling you, Didi fell in love with the girl. And mm. Carl will tell you, first day we came in, she served us, man. She was so yep. geeked Just up, so pumped up, yep. see, so pleasant, bro. You know what I'm saying? And Didi was like, look, I ain't trying to be funny, but I want the eggplant. Where, where, where was she at when we came and met, my man couldn't do the eggs? And I, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't see her then. Was Didi, Didi I missed there? that day. Oh, you weren't we went there. Somewhere no, else. CJ wasn't there at the time. Yeah, we CJ went, wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, but, and, 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 I, and again, my man, Didi came back the three days later and didn't request him again. Hear what Carl is saying, opportunity. She, oh, Didi right, didn't right, request right, my right, man. Right. She got a different young lady, and I'm talking about when, the day the, the girl left, her and Didi hugging. Like for real, it was like Didi's little sister or Didi's little niece. Didi hugging a little girl, they having a conversation. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying this this young lady served so well that she made herself $150 in three days, see? Because she- On she, one table. On one table. I, we don't know what she made on the table. Uh -huh. So I'm just saying, if you do it with that attitude and you come and you get 120, there's no telling what could happen. You can wake up one day and be one of the best consulting companies in the world from starting with, uh, 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 what is it, Carl, the TGIM on YouTube, which was free. So I, I was gonna say, I mean, just he just gave the perfect example of what I was trying to say. Now imagine her doing that, same girl at Grand Lux, her doing that, a, the manager is seeing yeah. that people are coming in asking for her by yeah. name. You're not gonna do that for a yeah. year and not something happen yeah. for you, you know what I'm saying? Assistant manager. Something, something's, something's gonna happen. You're not yeah. gonna do that. So the other thing I was gonna say real quick is don't stereotype ET. I'm saying you don't know who's walking he said in there. It was there. good weed. See, I'm trying to say it was good. Do you got some good weed? I know what I heard, bro. Do not stereotype. You don't know who's walking into the door. You treat everybody walking into that door. You treat every person walking into that door like you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. somebody. You don't know who yep. they are, 100%. so you don't know what the opportunity is talking just talking you, to that you person. You know what? And I have to tell E one of the things that E said a long time ago that really impacted me because I ain't gonna lie and try to sit here and say it was some stuff I wasn't geeked about bread I just I'm talking about right off mm. and he said one sentence one day that changed my life as it relates to what we're talking about and he said you can't compartmentalize greatness hmm. he like yo you you gonna be great you gotta be great like you, you cannot compartmentalize it because what happens is and, and it's not just a cute saying but what happens is when you get used to given 60, 50% at certain things, there's such a thing called muscle memory. And so what happens is it's hard to have a terrible marriage and just be, you know, at the crib, watching TV, eating popcorn, chilling, doing your thing, you know what I'm saying? Like not paying attention to your family and then go crush it at work. Like it's just a different kind of mindset when you're talking about, and I'm talking about true greatness. And so for those of you out there, you know, I hope that, you know, particular line resonates with you. You can't compartmentalize greatness. Try to be great at everything. I'm telling you, like, if I can't be great at it, I won't do, do it. it. Like, yep. I, flat out, it's yep. some things that I just like. I'm straight. Like, I, I'll pass. Like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there because I don't feel like I can give my all to that. And so, what happens is, it really does transfer over, and those skill sets end up, um, you know, being something that you can utilize in other areas. So, because he was 
you know, faithful over a few at the Olive Garden. Other opportunities opened up that he could continue to be faithful faithful towards, and your your territory just hmm. expands, man. And so, right. um, 100%. Hey, can I say this too to those of you who yeah. have gotten to whatever place you want to? I did a uh, radio, TV type interview uh, while I was in Houston, and I, I thought it was phenomenal. But I will say it's not necessarily you know one of those um, what would be considered you know commercial opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like you know, uh, one of the top radio, right, whatever. Right. I'm telling y'all, when I did that joint, I did it like it was the first time I've ever oh, done it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm telling y'all, that this is what we're talking about when we yep. talk about the attitude. No, but, no, listen to what he's saying, y'all. What, what an attitude yeah, allows this wasn't, you to do. We wasn't, it wasn't Steve Harvey, no. you know what I'm saying? Well, I, mean, I mean, in decent, you know, size or yeah, whatever, but yeah, it wasn't. But it, was, it wasn't, yes, it ain't, it ain't this uh, Oprah Winfrey show. Right, I, right. Listen to me, guys. I did this show. Like I have fire. never done a show. Like this is my first time being offered an opportunity. And I, let me tell you something. I, Sister Larry, like I went in for her, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm just trying to tell you guys, for me, it's not the opportunity. Like, cause some of y'all, you go big when it's a big opportunity. You go small when it's small. Right. I'm saying mm. you just gotta always go big, not even for a reward, but you gotta go big because that's who you are. And so I, I understand, I'm appreciative. I have a certain level of gratitude. Like I understand nobody has to call me. Nobody has to ask me to come on their show. This their show. No, no, nobody. And I'm walking in, people are like, yo, E.T., can I get a pic? Whatever. Man, I'm I felt so honored. People are like, yo, man, I can't believe. I'm like, yo, I can't believe you gonna stop and run and leave your desk to come at, say what's up to me and whatever. I'm like, yo, that was C's vision. And every time somebody says to me, What's up, E.T.? Can we talk about that? Like, I don't know if y'all noticed it, hmm. but and I'm like, maybe I ain't been with E in public in a while. I don't know. It's out of control. Yo, I've never, like we were in the Galleria Mall yesterday. I promise you, we couldn't take two steps. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, like, yo, this is intense. Like, and don't get me wrong, I know E ain't tripping at all. He could care less. But like, we might've been like in Foot Locker and it was like, uh -huh. Almost a mob. It was like close to a mob, like eight, nine people crowded around. And like every two steps that we took, you know, there was somebody like, oh man, yo, E, we in Nordstrom Rack last night, people taking yeah. pictures, just, you know, kind of, I don't know, like it was grand luck. I mean, I cannot think of one place we went where it wasn't multiple people. E, tell us regular common folks of <laughs> uh, uh, Eric Thomas and the associates. Um, <laughs> tell me the the uh, tell the, the common folks what does that feel like? You know, I guess hmm. on a just on, even on another level, like and obviously it grows by the day, right? Like a, as uh -huh. time goes on, it gets bigger and bigger. But like, what does it feel like? to have people, you know, come up on you. And it's weird for me now, Carl, you probably see it. Like, even people who don't run up maybe, you'll like, like I might be walking a couple paces behind E and I'll see people like at the table or something, look up Kinda and then like start around. whispering to yeah. each other and pointing yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, this is weird. Like, it, it, I'm grateful that people, you know what I'm saying, are, are recognizing, you know, who you are and showing you that love. And, and you know, obviously that's one of the things that we talked about you know, doing back in the day, but like, how does it feel? And don't give us the sappy stuff. Like, yo, like you know what I'm saying? Like, does it feel like you're Michael Jordan? Or, I, don't know what, I don't know. No, no it, it's the same feeling every time. Hmm. 
C said the goal was to make me a household name. And every single time somebody comes up to me like, yo, I don't even do this. Like, I don't see celebrities and whatever, but you changed my life. Yo, it's crazy. Like, it's a like, yo, we did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time somebody comes up to me and want to take a picture, I'm sitting there like, yo, we was in the office, the Office of Supported Services. Hmm. We was in East Lansing. Unsupported, by the way. Right. Unsupported <laughs> office. In the, we, we, ironically, <laughs> in a weird twist of fate, we were in the supported services. Unsupported. It, it, I'm just sitting there it's like, been yo. It's going to be a breeze. It's going to be. Getting support is going to be a breeze. In the office of supported services. It should be a breeze. It's just going to be a breeze. Uh, uh, yeah, man. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a weird feeling like, yo, we did it. You know, it's weird. It's like, yo, because you know when we said we was going to do it and she said you're going to be a household name, I saw it as a household name, meaning we're going to get an opportunity. Like what we did, like, man, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm about to cry. The, it's so crazy. When we did the baptism, the church we did the baptism for, the pastor wasn't there, but he told the deacon or the elder, whoever opened up the place for us, he told him, he said, tell, that, tell E.T., man, I said, it's an honor to have you in our building. Mm. I'm like, what? So I knew, see, like, when you said a household name, I thought it meant that. Like, we were going to be blessed to be doing gigs and get certain opportunities. Not, we were going to be recognized. Like, people would see us on the street and know who we were. People want to take pictures. Now, not like that. I thought it would be like, you know, like, in our field, you know how, like, if you play right, football, right. Oh, yeah, everybody in football saying. don't, like, I'm being real. It's NFL players that can walk around right now. You wouldn't you know, know who know they who were. They you know right. what I'm saying? It's just the nature of the game. Right. Or you could be sweet. It's like Coach Izzo. As long as Coach Izzo in East Lansing, he the man. But if he try to go to Ann Arbor or something, you know, they ain't showing you no love in Ann Arbor. It's just the nature of the game. Right. So I was thinking that that's what would happen to us. Like, in the field, Les Brown would know who we were. You know what I'm saying? You know. Industry specific. Yeah, industry. Grant Cardone would know. Gary V. like, they know who we are. Because we're in the same industry and we're speaking together. I, I didn't know that, you know, people who, like family members, uh, husband, wife, kids. Like, I didn't know CEOs from companies, different play, basketball, football players, you know, uh, soccer, uh, rugby. Like, I didn't know in Australia they would know who we were. Four-year-old so, little girl. Yeah, sorry. four-year-old little girl crying. Oh, Make sure you put goodness. that on Instagram. Oh. Four-year-old girl crying because she want to come audio, see. Can we put that oh, on? Let 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 let's play that yeah, audio play. real quick. Oh. Why are you upset? Because I can't go to see Eric Thomas when you guys go to Houston. And what does Eric Thomas say? What up, what up, it's your boy Easy. So I'm just saying, guys, for me, for real, I'm not being funny. This is it. We, you, Carl, when you weren't getting paid, see, when you get, weren't getting paid, and the, and the pressure that you felt from loved ones, not, not hating on you, but just concern. And so for me, I think about all of that, like, yo, we Pressure. got past all of that. Like, you know how many people dream dreams and they never execute? Yeah. Execution is worship. So for yeah. me, it's a weird, I never get used to it. I'm not going to lie. I do feel a little awkward with somebody, you know, almost put me on the pedestal and let me take a, like, it does feel a little eerie, but. You know, the crazy part too is, is like compound interest because. Once one person see him taking a pic, somebody else like then, you know, oh, people seeing you oh. take a pic with somebody in the middle of the mall, everybody look like, are they famous? And then like eight more people like, oh. yo, I wasn't about to, but seemed like you in the mood to take a picture. Right. That looked pretty <laughs> painless. And um, yeah, nah, man, it's uh, it's crazy. Carl, what do you think about it? So I, I, the one thing that I noticed, and I was telling C yesterday, 
is that our supporters are different yeah. in that like it's like a level of respect i think that's what gets my attention more like it's a level of respect that they have for e. it's not like you just a, a professional athlete or something no disrespect to them absolutely but you know so you see it a professional athlete like whoa that, right, yeah, it's entertainment you know what i'm saying right. but people come up to e and a little bit of me and see or, or they'll notice us after they talk to e now but the level, <laughs> the, the level, <laughs> yeah, shut up. I see that at me. <laughs> the level of respect that people have, man, it just blows my and mind. And lack of, and lack thereof. Well, well <laughs> you got some, or, so you got some, but I'm saying the average person that comes uh, up to E, just so respectful, like, E, do you mind, man? I ain't want to bother you, but I just want you to know for real, like, you changed my life. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? My family's different because of you. Like, man, just the video, they'll tell you specific videos. Absolutely. But it's just like so yeah. respectful. Like, I don't want nothing. Yeah, I just need you to know I appreciate what you've done, man. So just seeing it from that perspective is like, wow, like this is real. Yeah, no, and for me, you know, the, the household name thing and the mm. thing I realized a long time ago was celebrity means something in this country. Mm. And so, you know, you know what, why I really was like adamant about that? And I'll be honest, like if I had to trace it all the way back and the reason I'm geek now is because y'all don't understand. The same Eric Thomas that's getting stopped in the mall for pictures every five seconds, we used to call schools and tell them that we had a free program. Oh. And I'd be like, yeah, Eric Thomas, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're not interested, thanks. And I'm sitting here with the same dude that's changing lives across the world, oh. Egypt, Australia, London, like crazy, all across the globe. And we couldn't get into a random middle school in Lansing, Michigan, mm. because they didn't know who we were. And I was like, yo, I bet if we had a bigger name, if we were a household name, if we had that celebrity thing, we could call any school in the country. And now what key. happens? Yeah. We can call, we, we're in Houston right now. We could call over to Reagan uh, High School and they would shut the entire school down for as long yeah. as we need. And we can make any kind of impact we want. And so um, hmm. I think that was, you know, my motive behind it back then. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that, you know, kids, uh, you know, I mean, there, I literally, let's, Carl, try to go through it. Men so I know exactly women, where you go. No, I was going to say, I, I Asian, had, his, Hispanic, I'm, I mean, you, any any race, Bro, when gender, we're doing, like, the websites and all that, and I got to feel like, like, you know, people got, like, surveys. They got to yeah, ask, yeah. like, who's your demographic and all that? And I I, I, I said, let's, let's talk because I cannot yeah. explain to you who our demographic is. Oh, I know you man. got your target. Uh, Caesar's, what's Caesar's right, right, right. name? Donna. Yeah, I know you yeah. got your target, your avatar, all that. Let me just promise y'all, yeah, we do we not. Have, that yeah, does not apply for us. And I know they that sounds weird to y'all, yep. but I'm talking about anybody anywhere that has access to the internet is our target. I'm talking about they coming out all shapes, sizes, colors, forms. Like we can't, we can't peg that if you ask us to. Yeah. It's insane. No, it is, man. And I'm grateful, man. And shout out to everybody who comes up and takes pictures with E. If you see me and Carl, just act yeah, like just, you know just, who we yeah, are. Yeah, wave at us or something. You know what I'm saying? Just do something <laughs> rather than just having us sitting there looking awkward. No, taking like all the security. photos. Right, taking photos looking like security. Um, so, yeah, all right, man, cool. I appreciate your uh, input on that. Let's jump into you. Uh, ask E.T. We got a bunch of questions uh, today. Uh, again, shout out to HelloFresh. Man, for sponsoring the podcast, super geeked about them being back as our podcast sponsors. Go check them out, man. If you haven't already checked it out, they're doing some big things, man. They, uh, you know, providing you with that quality meal 
Um, something that you can switch up so you ain't got to do the fried bologna sandwiches Ooh. every night. Hey, you know don't take saying? it for granted. They actually have dietitians on staff, y'all. They're not just up there playing with stuff trying to make it yeah, taste good. Yeah, and the good. food is good. Like, uh, I, I, I'm not even just saying that. Like, yo, I've re- they've sent us a bunch of stuff, and I've tried it out, and it is literally the easiest. Here's the thing I love. They only send you the ingredients right, for that, that one you meal. Need. Right. And they send you, like, the exact amount. So you don't even have to <laughs> measure nothing out. If you need, like, paprika, it's like a paprika packet. And it's like, put the whole thing in. So, um, yeah, shout out to them, man. Go check out HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS30, man. And, um, you know, get get a, get a sizable discount on your first order, man. So check them out real quick. Let's go to John in Maryland. He says, hey, E.T., I'm unsatisfied in my career, but I'm 47 and I have three kids and feel like it's too late and too risky for a career change. Yeah, hmm. Any late. advice? Yeah, never mm. too late. You know, master again. We've been talking about it the whole day. Master what you're doing. I would say this: get a life coach. I know you probably feel like you don't have, you know, uh, that kind of, uh, you know, resources. But I always tell people this: you can't, you cannot not afford to invest in yourself. You know, so get a life coach, man, for real. Um, I suggest CJ, but you may you may know somebody in your uh, circle. But for real, I really do think like a financial. Why is it that people spend money on a financial? you know, advisor and not a life advisor. Hmm. You know, which is more important, your your life having direction or just your money having direction? So I would really suggest you try to find a life advisor, somebody who can help you look at it in a way you haven't looked at it, look at maybe some options you haven't explored, give you a little hope, you know, and some and, and, and some, some 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 steps, some like real tangible steps on what you could do. So um, be you. I'm not trying to, you know, for real go there, but I'm going there um, because it's important. And I'm telling you, this little baptism, man, this baptism I just did really showed me, like, for real, you do have to go there because there are people who want to go there. And I didn't even go there and we went there, you know, so I'm being real with you, bro. Find you a life coach, a a life advisor, get a couple sessions in, and I promise you it'll make a difference. You mentioned BU, get it be you. Get around around a a positive, man, the couple, I think think we got the couple, it was a a couple after the Houston conference, they quit their job, they were both in, you know, regular, you know, corporate America, they said they made over two million dollars last year. They were like, yo, we've been connected, I'm talking about geeked up telling me their story. I was like, okay, hold on, let's get that on tape. Cause I want to, you know, let people know. And they were like, yo, just the, the love and the positivity and the ideas and all of that. Um, just crazy, man. So get get with a, a group. And if it, again, if it's not us, rock right, with somebody find, else. Find somebody find though. A, if you got a community that you can join around your neighborhood, whatever, just get with some positive people who are doing big things. Um, real quick, Shannon in Lexington says, CJ, huge fan of the podcast. I was wondering, where you come up with all the topics and content, mm. and also what's your advice for those of us who may want to start our own podcast? Um, the topics and the content just come throughout the week, honestly, Shannon. It's I, just I just asked CJ yesterday, like, dude, like, what's your mindset? Because I, I mean, I don't know if y'all really listen to what we're saying, but me and E don't know what's happening until no we literally sir. sit down here with C. So I asked C yesterday, 
And I watched him throughout the day yesterday, and your life is the content. I'm yeah. talking about see snapping a photo of everything that's going on. Like, there's whatever is happening in your life, whatever conversations, you, he taking notes of it. And it's just like everything that's going on is content. And I think that's what I like the most about our podcast is it's life. Like, ain't, we ain't trying to be deep. We ain't trying to make nothing up. It's just what's happening in life. We're talking about grand lux. We're talking about stuff. Right. So wherever you at, whatever you're going through, somebody else going through that. So that's that's the audience that can listen to it. So whatever is happening, man, just, just jot it down. Yeah, 100%. And also be willing to get a divorce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so right, right. I right. talk about everything. And uh, my wife, wife, might my wife was be. not happy about me uh, talking about the fact that she popped my little mama on the hand. She was like, why are you telling people that? For 100,000 so, listeners um, to hear. <laughs> if you're going to start your uh, advice for starting your own podcast, make sure it's, it's, it's something people want to hear. Yeah. Find out, you know, like make sure it's something people want to hear. I think sometimes... You know, we get so caught up in ourselves right. and, and what we, well, we want to hear. Right, what we want to hear that we go out and you're doing something that, you know, people are not interested in or, or there's no market for, or, you know, there's nothing going on. So, like, don't just do it because it's something you like. Find out what the need is, what, what you know, skill set you have that you can provide um, to the game on, on whatever it is. So, um, yeah, get, get, be unique. Uh, Emmanuel in Toronto said, hey, E.T., just like you, I have college-age kids. I'm having trouble letting go, realizing they're grown. It's been causing tension in the relationship and household. Any suggestions? Mm. Yeah, let go, man. Like, let go. You got to, you know, at the end of the day, and I feel you, trust me, I'm not over here trying to be, um, you know, the guru. Like, I just went through this myself. But I promise you, you have to trust in what you've built brick by brick and then you have to trust your children. You know what I'm saying? You really do. And then here's, a, here's the last piece. Find somebody, whether it's your wife, your wife and friends, that you can talk to about it. Because you really do have to get out. Like, don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, don't be constipated. You know, like, don't let that stuff build up. And you, like, holding it on the inside and then you start getting pissed. You know, you ever had somebody that you was like, yeah, I, I ain't tripping, I'm over it. Like, I ain't really, it, they don't bother me no more. Right. But then when you see that person, you feel some type of way when you see them, you know, like you like cringe a little bit. Like I was in Walmart the other day and I saw somebody that I said that I, well, I was cool with him. And I turned. <laughs> Found out we weren't that cool. I, I'm just saying I saw him and was fine. This relationship been to be a free. I, I saw him see on aisle six and I hit six. I'm talking about in less than 10 seconds, I was on aisle 18. <laughs> you know, and Diddy was like, what are we doing? I'm like, let's go get bread. She's like, we, I thought we was going to get, like, come on, uh-uh, and I told her later. So I'm just being real. When you don't get it out your system, so have somebody who you can talk to about it, and not somebody, man, for real. Not these people that's going to, uh, like, feed into the negative. But find somebody who's going to really be able to say the truth to you Take it, listen to you, receive it, feedback the truth to you, and then just move on, man. And I, like I said, my kids are young, so you're talking about a 19-year-old, you know, who wanted to go out the other day at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. Tell that story. Look, bro. <laughs> so you know Jada's in college, so I know she goes to these little, you know, parties or whatever. But when you're on a college campus and you go, you come home when you get home, like, it don't affect me. So whatever time she go, I don't even know she didn't went out. I mean, of course, she, you know, says, you know, we go to these parties, whatever, but not specific when, what time. Right, right. So she back at home because it's the summer, right? So she tells me the other day, and her mom, I'm going out. <laughs> I was like, okay, bet. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging it. You a college student. Why, certainly. Then it was like 10, 15. A.M.? P.M. <laughs> 
sunset. I'm talking about dark. Ten, I'm talking about dark for a couple she hours leaving. now. She, she was she leaving. She wasn't even leaving. She was getting dressed to go out. Mm. Oh. So I said, Didi, it's 10.15. Oh. So then I said, Didi, it's 10.35. I thought Jada was going out. She said, nonchalant. Didi, oh, yeah, she going out. I'm like, Didi, if she going out at 10.30, PM. Uh, PM. Now, she said she was going to a jazz thing, so I felt real good, see. She's going to a jazz uh, performance downtown. Yeah, I'm talking about and jazz. And jazz, right? So I get a little worried because she don't leave the house until right about 11. So she goes, picks up Carl's niece. It's hard to be back by 11.30 if you if you. I'm just saying, and that's my curfew. So I'm saying, you about to turn up from 11 to 11.35? That's a lot of turn. You know, that's a quick turn up. I'm talking about quick. Oh, uh, so Didi was like, nope, I don't know. You know, she come back when she come back. I'm like, I can't do it. So Didi goes to oh, sleep. Oh, Didi said she didn't care. Didi what was time like, she, came she come back. back, she grown. So wow. apparently, the dude is asking the question. He should talk to Didi because Didi released a long. T- Didi let it go. She said she grown. Whatever. I'm like, yo. So I so I said, Jada, just let me know where you're going. So I love it. Jada's an honest like Jada honest. She's not gonna lie to you. So Jada texts me about. 1140 the jazz thing didn't work out mm. <laughs> we somewhere else so now i'm like i'm like oh, okay. yeah, no. we the, the, the deep, now we at the real part see we at the hip-hop extravaganza i'm hurt though see because i'm like the whole plate and got it, it crashed it, you know what i'm saying it fell apart the whole play we put together the, the, the play we ran the yeah. blue 52 oh. omaha it is mm. there. So, oh, no. I, so she sends me a pen of where she is. I promise you, I don't even know how to work the pen. But I watched the pen all night to see that jugger move. You know, and so finally she texts me like, Dad, I'm on my way to the crib. My heart racing. I'm on the couch, see? I'm not in the bed with Didi. I can't, oh, I can't breathe. I, SOB, short as a breath. And uh, she gets in the house at 128. And you talk about, I told Didi, Didi. Did you, hold on, when she came in, were you on the couch like, or did you try to jump in the bed real quick, make it look like you weren't tripping? No, I, w- I went to the door and opened the door. Oh, me. okay, Ooh. yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to make sure nobody didn't follow her to the crib. I had to, you know what I'm saying? Forgive <laughs> me, some of my podcast listeners don't want to it, but bust a cap <laughs> and somebody. You know what I'm saying? I had to write the bare arms. You know? And so, um, and so by the grace of God, she came home, no incident. You know, I'm looking at it like, you good? Yeah. I'm not doing the whole... You know, Jalen used to come in. His mom used to. Uh, she had a whole routine for Jalen. Yeah. She had a routine, like come in the room. Let me get the breath. She was like a cop. Okay, walk. <laughs> and walk. Okay, touch your nose. All right. Let me see that you get your man man. <laughs> Did he get a young man gift? Oh, I'm talking about Didi used to be on my man. Jada, not so much. So yeah, see, and to the person who asked the question, it is a challenge, but I bet you this, when you let him go, and cause sound it, like you ain't let go though, bro. Yeah, sound like you still I let go because I could have gotten the car and followed it to the uh, spot. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm being real. They uh, do need a little sense of freedom. Yeah. But what I always want Jada to realize, and for real, y'all, this is hard. You talking about, and this is no disrespect, but on a lot of college campuses, the rape, the rape, mm. I, it's almost becoming an epidemic. Yeah. See, mm, the, the, the 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 number of rapes, and then in, and in the city. Carl, you got you. It's on the news, bro. Women are young. Women are getting abducted. Like uh-huh. cats gr- dragging girls from clubs. From two girls got drugged from their porch. Their father was at in the house. He come out. They he can't do nothing. They they find them in a in a three four days later in the back of a burnt car, shot. You know whatever sexual abuse. So for me, it's not even Jay that I'm worried about. See, I'm mm-hmm. being real. 
if it was house parties like we was having back in the day, you know, on South Side of Chicago, I wouldn't be tripping. But it's just so it's so many sick people these days, you know, taking advantage of folks. So it is rough, but we let her go. And um, I just told her next year, don't come home. Is the tracking device on? Does she aware about yeah. the tracking device on the car? She's not <laughs> or, or on the phone. Uh, let me tell you something. Avery about to catch the Sasha and Malia uh, Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm talking about she about to have the feds with her. Mm. I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. All right, um, real quick. Josiah in South Africa said, "Et, you always say bounce back from your failures and use them as motivation. I've tried to do that, but I feel so defeated. I failed at." the university because of my need to work so many hours. How do you bounce back mm. from the failure instead of letting it kill your spirit? Call Inky. Oh, Carl, you couldn't have said it a better way. Or listen to Inky stuff, you yeah. know. If- Inky said they told him he could go home for the rest of the semester. He was back in class on Monday. Oh. Three, th- three days, was it, is it two days? Three two, days. Three days, because Saturday he got injured or Friday, he might have had a night game or something. I don't know. But yeah, man, I'm just going to say this to you. What you're saying is right. There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. You can't bounce back. Henry Ford said, if you think you can, you can. You think you can't, okay. you can't. Either way, you're right. But I would say to you, there's no benefits that come with quitting. At least if you go through the pain, there's a benefit. And I always say, you're already in pain. Get a reward for it. Hmm. Yep, love it. All right, man. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week, man. Y'all got anything else? Any parting shots? We about to go do a whole lot. Of, we got a whole day of shopping. Whole day. A whole Here's day the thing shopping. I don't like about them, though. They said that we got a whole day of shopping because of the activities we had earlier in the day. But they still end up doing some shopping. So is that a rollover? <laughs> Can we roll over? <laughs> Can we over credit the two hours yeah, over from credits. yesterday? Right. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how that works. But that's what happens when you stay in mm. the actual mall. It's the only way to do it, though, see. in the mall. But here's the cool part about being in the mall. If you need a reprieve. You can mm. just run upstairs yeah, real yeah, quick. You could, right, respite. <laughs> go right up. <laughs> Come right up here and chill for two, three hours and go back down. Uh, I don't so, know yeah. if you got two, three hours. I they, don't. Yeah, I don't. Hey, right. You can get 30 minutes. Shout out to East New Masseuse in the mall yesterday. Oh, oh fair five. <laughs> fair five. Before we get out of here, fair five. <laughs> He was getting a, a full back massage in the mall by a young gentleman. I'm not sure. Fair foul. The, massa- the mall massage. Is that uh, fair foul? Y'all let us know out there. Uh, I'll um, put a pickup somewhere, y'all. Oh, yeah, no, please put the pickup. Um, Carl, any announcements? September 2nd, yes. D.C. Yes. Cruise, think, man. Come yeah, on. The cruise. The cruise. Yep. We're having a flamingo. We like <laughs> to have a flamingo extravaganza. <laughs> the cruise, man. Shout out to the cruise. Uh, phenomenalcruise.com, right? Yep. Phenomenal so go to phenomenalcruise.com, man. Join us on the cruise. That's not the 2018, but I promise you, you want to get your tickets right now, man. It's going down. Come see us do a couple live tapings of the podcast. Yeah. Spend some um, time with us. Let's eat together, fellowship together. Yep. Spend Picks. some time with us. Yep. And uh, yeah, ask ET, ask ET anything you want. Yeah. Um, so Carl, any other announcements? Uh, Miami, 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 August fifth. Yeah, don't forget Miami, August fifth. Yep, thank God I'm married. Um, August fifth in Miami. Everybody keeps writing in. Send us the other dates. I don't think we have any of the other dates for. The marriage joint. No, that's um, it for now. We, as soon as we come up with something, y'all, we'll put it up on our events page. Yep. etinspires.com slash events. But get to Miami anyway. Who doesn't uh, want to go to Miami uh, for a quick vacation? 
and um, learn some stuff about marriage. All right, cool. Well, that's it for me. E, get us out of here on that nugget of the day. Look, you owe you. You know, you look, you're too talented. You are too talented, guys, for real. Everything you need to be successful, you have it. Like, I cannot stress this enough. You have everything you need, hands, eyes, ears, and whatever you don't have, you have enough, all right? So start where you are. Start where you are with what you have, for what you have is plenty. Are you hearing me? You have whatever your dreams and goals are. If you were courageous enough to think them, like for real, if they came in your mind, then you have everything it takes. You got the right family, I'm adopted. You have the right family, I only have a few friends. You have the right family, you got the right stuff. Are you hearing me? Well, I'm not in that city, I'm in this city. You're in the right environment. You have what it takes to start where you are with what you have. You're too talented, you're too brilliant. Listen to me, you're too resilient. You're too smart. Like, you're too resourceful. Like, you got it going on, right? Greatness is in you. So stop making excuses. Stop playing the victim. And put all your energy into living, having, and being what you're capable of. So it's your boy, E.T. I love you. I know life has happened. Look, it's happened to all of us. None of us have gone through life with any challenges. We all have faced our own challenge, had our own struggles. Look, get over it. And please do me and you a favor. Make the rest of your life the best of your life. Appreciate that nugget of the day. Hey, go leave us that review on iTunes. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. 